Hmm. The priest is the messenger of God of the angel, okay. Messenger of God of the angel Amis. So it's like apostrophe, apostrophe, apostrophe. Okay, so another version. For the lips of a priest ought to preserve knowledge and from his mouth men should seek instruction because he is a messenger of, of the Lord Almighty. Another version. The words of a priest's lips should preserve knowledge of God and people should go to him for instruction. For the priest is the messenger of the Lord of the Lord of Heaven's armies. Another version. Okay. All of you read this version. One, two, go. Another version. For the lips of the priest should preserve knowledge and the man should seek instruction from his mouth. Which means that anytime there is a pastor in your midst, everybody should listen to him. Everybody should listen to him. Amen. For he is the messenger of God. So, he may look like a human being like you, talks like you, thinks like you, walks like you, eats like you, but he is a messenger. Yasumano. Yaedeng. Yaedeng. Nano, no, obise. Okachire, obise. Oye nyamini pa. Onene kasa, onene kefu. Eno se me nyamiyadre. So there are people who have been sent. Because sometimes I feel that the things I do, any sumapa, I can't do it. I can't do them. Because what I do, am I talking to somebody at all? People have been sent. You've been sent. Now, when God sends a messenger to you, how do you treat him? How do you relate with a prophet, a teacher, a pastor? God has given to you. How do you relate to him? I think that people in this church don't really relate. Most people in the, don't really relate very well. Because if you are relating very well, this relationship is not beach. Look at the, the fruits and the things we are seeing. We are not relating well. People come from outside and they come in town. Somebody just came to church this morning to come and give me a seat. And the person joined the church not too long ago, about like a, a month or so ago. He came to give me a seat. This morning, I got here a bit late because an honorable member of parliament and the wife was with me on the phone for a long time. He said they want to relate well with me because they, they are seeing what is inside that pastor. But unfortunately, the people in the church I wonder if they really do. Hallelujah. 
When God sends a messenger to you, what do you do to that messenger? Please, all of you sit in front of me here. Can you clap for them? Sit here. All of you sit here. None of you is working today. All of you are members of A-Glory. Sit in front of me. Hallelujah. Yep. Ain't it? I want to talk to you about things you should do when God sends into your life a gift, a messenger, a, a pastor, a prophet. The things you should do. If the person is a church worker, they will go and register themselves in front first before they go and make them sit down later. Jemeso, hallelujah. When God sends a prophet to you, what do you do? I've had instances where some people, I think that when it comes to this very subject, so far I've never seen any lady in the church alter time. So open me. But I've been to churches where the members of that church don't know my value. They don't know what God has sent, I mean, God has brought to them. People don't know how to relate with prophets and pastors. Am I talking to somebody at all? Yeah. Eunice was telling me, she, she posted my picture on the status. And a friend of her said, What I'm trying to say is that people don't know how to relate with a messenger of God. People don't know. Yeah. Today we'll close at 10.30. And every Sunday we'll be closing at 10.30 till 31st night. You will say you are not happy. We'll close the church on time. So what do you do when God gives you a shepherd, a pastor, a prophet? What do you do? Some of you have all kinds of weird thoughts, mentalities about pastors. Now, what the devil doesn't want to see are genuinely anointed pastors. Because they are going to be and not politicians. Politicians, for over the years, they've disappointed God. Yeah. And have disappointed God. For over the years, they've disappointed God. So, the people God is depending on now, on the face of the earth, to save the world for him, are pastors. And the devil doesn't like us at all. Satan don't like us. In fact, as I stand here, I can tell you Lucifer wants me dead. And I know. He wants me dead. He wants me sick. He wants me depressed. Frustrated. The devil wants to see me mad. To make me look frustrated. Unhappy. Stressed. Depressed. Full of anxiety. Those are the things the devil would want to do. Are you in church? If you're watching us live on Facebook, share the page and let someone come on and be blessed. What you're watching now is called Time with the Shepherd. We take our time to teach the word of God and to bring the word of life to you so that you can really understand 
the word God has given us. Am I talking to someone in this place? Yeah. So when God gives you a messenger, he brings you a pastor, he brings you a, a bishop, he brings you a prophet, how do you relate with him? How do you relate with him? Amen. Yeah. Let's read the scripture again. The Bible says in Malachi chapter 2 um, from verse 7, it says that, can you, can you take us to the NKJ, the original King James, so we can read it and get the understanding from there. The Bible says that the lips of a priest should keep knowledge, should keep knowledge. What kind of knowledge? Spiritual knowledge. Spiritual knowledge. Knowledge from God. Knowledge from the word of God. A pastor cannot be light. You cannot be weak when it comes to the things of God. You should know what's up when it comes to God and his kingdom. Because many people don't know God. They don't know his ways. They know of his works. Maybe, of course, they see the works of God. Sometimes once in a while, God can even deliver somebody from an accident. And they see the works of God. Somebody can be so close to the to the um, to their grave, and God will deliver them, you know. And they see that, but they don't know the ways of God, and they don't know the word of God. So God will always give you somebody who is a priest, a messenger to teach you the ways of God and the word of God. And I think you are blessed to be sitting in a church where a pastor can be teaching you the word like that. Hallelujah. <laughs> and the Bible says that people should seek the law from his mouth. Seek the word of God from the mouth of your, pri of your priest, the prophet. Jeremiah 3.15. Jeremiah chapter 3. Let's pick it up from verse 15. Jeremiah chapter 3 from verse 15. And I will give you shepherds according to my heart. Who will feed you with knowledge and understanding? I will give you shepherds. I will give you pastors according to my heart. This is God talking. And God is saying that I'm going to give you a pastor. He's, he, he will come to you as a gift. And that is because he's coming from my heart. So a pastor can be standing in front of you and teaching you and preaching to you and talking to you, ministering to you. Or you will be a ordenya mia koma so da 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 da. It doesn't really matter. But he's somebody God has given to you and then he's on the heart of God. Look at somebody tell the person, my pastor is on the heart of God. That's why God provides for, for pastors. Even the church, it's God always finds a way to provide for the pastor and take care of the pastor. Any genuine pastor is always before God in prayer. Father Lord, I come before you in thanksgiving and adoration and be before God all the time. When you sit in my car, I'm listening to worship and praying almost every time. So it's like, and sometimes you can even make a mistake in life and everybody is castigating you 
talking nonsense about you. And God is saying that, no, no, no. I have found my servant David and with my holy oil have I anointed him. This guy is on my, is on my heart. He's, am I talking to somebody at all? So God sends people to you. But unfortunately, some of you don't see it. But I am a messenger of God to you. I'm a gift from heaven. In your life, it's a gift to you. I'll give you pastors, shepherds, according to my heart, who will feed you with knowledge and understanding. The word knowledge has appeared here also. Malachi 2 verse 7. The pastor's lip is supposed to keep knowledge. The Bible says that the pastor, the priest, or the prophet God sends into your life should be, I mean, I mean, will feed you with knowledge. Knowledge. Some of you don't know how to raise kids, but a pastor can teach you how to do it. Some of you don't know how to marry. A pastor can teach you how to do it. Some of you don't know how to make, I mean, uh, 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 make wealth or prosper in life. A pastor can teach you to come into the level of prosperity you desire in this world. A pastor can bring you to a place where, I mean, an anointing can also fall on you through a pastor. Some grace can come upon you. Some wisdom can come to you. You just got me worried. Hallelujah. Yeah. In Hosea, the Bible says that for by a prophet, the Lord brought Israel out of the land of Egypt. And by a prophet, he, he kept them. Find that scripture and put it there for me, son. Sammy, please assist the gentleman for me. By a prophet, God brought Israel I want to believe this is the, the book I just mentioned. Brought Israel out of, a prophet can be used to bring you out of bondage. A pastor can be used. Can you clap your hands? I appreciate the Lord. On Zambon, on But before we even do that scripture, I want us to continue with this one because a few things I want to show you here. So, and I'll give you pastors according to my heart. Now, let me, let me also say this. If Osofobi Denyamiya comes wrong, and find a town for Ube you notice that this one, you can't touch him. As long as he's on the heart of God, you can't stop him. You can't touch him. You can't bring him down. You can't take him out. You can't, you can't destroy him. There is nothing you can do that can destroy him. Are you in church? Yeah. Yeah. By a prophet, the Lord brought Israel out of Egypt. And by a prophet, he preserved them. Now, this scripture, put it in the message Bible. And let's read it. Let's see what he says. The Bible says in the message Bible that your real identity is formed through a God-sent prophet. Your real identity is formed. Your real identity is formed through a God-sent prophet who led you out of Egypt and, and, and served as faith, faithful pastors. Your real identity, some of you are kingdom millionaires, but as I speak with you now, you are a security officer somewhere. You may be somebody's driver. How would you be car? He said, Bangumo, I'm here, your friends, they work and pay money at the attic. Me say, if you pay attention to a prophet, 
and you listen to a prophet, the grace on him can be forming you into your real identity. You will be formed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You will be formed. You will be formed into something. Some of you are apostles, senior apostles. But as I speak with you now, you are an usher. You are a camera. Some of you are prophets, but you don't, as I speak with you now, you look like an unbeliever right now. But your real identity, what's the Bible says it will be formed if you encounter a man of God. And the devil doesn't want people to, to be formed. So he will, he will bring up thoughts and, and all kinds of funny things to you so that you just walk away from somebody who can help you. The pastor, the prophet, the teacher, the evangelist, the apostle. All these people are sent into your life to help you. To make you become a better soul and a beautiful soul. Praise the Lord. A woman sat in front of me together with her husband. So I told the man to step out of the room. I want to talk to the woman. So I said, I asked her, do you love this man? He said, yes. I said, are you sure you love him? He said, yes. But I love him. But, uh, but uh, I can't. And, and I'm saying, no, 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 no. A lot of women think that men are like women. Are you in church? You always want to lead. Leader. You want to lead. You're in charge. You also have intelligence on your own. You cannot marry. You can't marry. Learn to be quiet when a man is talking. Sometimes my name is Naongaza. The table is as an onkaza, which means we're in a bay. And Sana will be become waka. And you didn't say that politely and with decency. You don't scream at him, you don't yell at him. So I spoke to the woman for a long time. By the grace of God, they are having a good time. Said, the husband said, Papa, now what did you do to my wife? <laughs> I think what helped is the fact that a woman has a lot of respect and regard for me. Yeah. But if the devil wants to destroy you, he will make you disregard the counsel of your pastor. If the devil wants to make you miserable in life, he will make you disrespect a pastor, a prophet. You look at a pastor and say, because I want you to know the ways of God and the word of God. Not just the works of God, but you should know God and know him proper. So when God sends a prophet into your life, what do you do? What do you do? Amen. What do you do? Do you think bad about him? 
Do you doubt his ministry? Because this is what people do. Do you doubt his ministry? A guy called me on radio and said, I was we will preach, you know, the fine. I'm going to say, 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 I'm going to it's responsible. So that people lose confidence and faith and trust in the, in the people God sends into our lives. Am I talking to somebody at all? I pray that God will give you grace to look at your shepherd and be listening to the teachings and the preachings and you will follow them accordingly. God will use that and be a blessing in your life. Are you in church? Yeah? When God gives you a man of God, number one, obey him. When he talks to him, or when he talks to you, I beg your pardon, obey him. Listen to the pastor quickly, which is like heaven talking to you. He will tell you the same things I'm telling you. Because it's the word of God. It's Bible. Scriptures. Obey the pastors. And you see the evangelist shouting. You don't listen. When you read Luke chapter 16 from verse 19, the Bible talks about a rich man who died, went to hell. Lazarus also died and went to, I mean, went to Abraham's bosom. And the rich man could see Lazarus from afar. And he was shouting and saying that, Father Abraham, please send Lazarus to come and dip a, dip a, a tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue because I'm, I'm struggling here. All the request he was asking was, was rejected, like requesting for boat, but it, it, they were they were giving. Amen. And finally, he said, I beg you, I have five brothers on earth, and they are foolish. <laughs> they are fooling. All my five brothers are misbehaving, and I know they will come here. They, I know. I know all of them will come. <laughs> But the pastors keep shouting, repent, Sunday after Sunday, Wednesday after Wednesday, Friday after Friday. Every day they are shouting on TV, on radio, we are screaming, shouting. We are shouting. People have boo-boo in their, into their ears. They will not mind us. They think we are mad. Somebody poured urine on me for preaching the gospel. Adultery. Amen. Yeah. I was preaching, preaching. I went to stand by their window at dawn. Jesus is Lord. Give your life to Jesus. Amen. 
People have no respect for God. But God will teach them a lesson. I'm telling you, the owner of the universe will teach people a lesson. In Romans chapter 1 from verse 18 downwards, or from verse 21. Romans chapter 1 from verse 21. We can have that scripture on the screen. I'll be very happy. Romans 1, 21. What happened? Okay, so. Is that my scripture? In the NKJV. Please pay attention, eh? Because although they knew God, they did not glorify him as God. So there are people who know God is there, but they don't, they don't give a damn. Although they know God is there, but they have no, they don't want to have anything to do with him. They are just walking about and having fun and chilling and, you know, having a good time with their own lives. But God, God will teach them a lesson. He will teach them a lesson. But those of you that love God and you are in church, you are listening to his word, walking according to his word, it's a blessing in your life. It's a blessing in your, in your life. Amen. Yeah. So when God gives you a shepherd, a prophet, a teacher, an evangelist, an apostle, obey them. Obey them. Can you clap your hands, everybody, in this place? On somebody who from. Yay. Hallelujah. Okay. Something I'm looking for for you guys to be a blessing. Amen. Number two, when God gives you a pastor, pray for him. Okay? Pray for him. Yeah. Second Thessalonians chapter 3 from verse 1. Let's read that scripture. Pray for him. Pray for him. When God gives you a pastor, stop gossiping about him and pray for him. Bumpai masofon. A human enough it's a Friday, we get me now so sad from start to finish. Team Pifrik, sweating, moving back and forth, praying for people, things like that. And you gossip about me. Do you think it's a blessing? I'm asking you. Do you think it's a blessing? You should be praying for me than to be saying things you are not supposed to say. Finally, brethren, pray for us that the word of the Lord may run swiftly and be glorified just as it is. It is with you. Put this in the message Bible. NLT. 
Bible says that one more thing, friend, friends, pray for us. Pray that the master's word will simply take off and, and race through the country to uh, a groundswell of response. This is that as pray for us that when we preach, the word of God will be effective in the lives of people. That's what he's trying to say, actually. So if we preach, you preach here. Pray for the pastor. Are you here? Yeah. Put this in the NLT. Let's read from the New Living Translation. Finally, dear brothers and sisters, we ask you to pray for us. This is an apostle, a pastor calling for prayer. You should pray for me. Pray for me. Yeah. Finally, dear brothers and sisters, we ask that you pray for us. Pray that the Lord's message will spread rapidly and be honored wherever it goes. Just as when it is, I mean, when it came to you. So, so pray that as we preach, the word of God will be effective. The word will spread. People would lay hold on the word and use the word for their lives. Also, will be a prayer topic is hard, you know. As my uncle preach here, I didn't talk about my person. Let us do it on my. So, will be a prayer topic is hard. So, pray for us, okay? Let me give you some of the prayer topics. Can I give you? Okay. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 18. Pray that God will give us good conscience. This scripture is very powerful. Pray for us, for we are confident that we have a good conscience in all things desiring to live honorably. Every pastor wants to be an honorable person. A fake prophet. So for be a genuine, be a person, or live an honorable life, a clean life. So for be a, I can Papa wouldn't be any mere friend. Throw do be a person. Or did he for him ministry without mistakes? He doesn't want to steal church money. He doesn't want to sleep with anybody's daughter in the church. He doesn't want to misbehave. He doesn't want to fight. The pastor doesn't want. So for be a person who did any ministry. Oh, some mumpai, some mumpai, my dear. So for me, good conscience. Also, will be an only good conscience. Won't fanny yet, yeah. Some day, but see what I saw in him there. One year, some kids were crying. The members already a giant papa shows up. But what did you do in your case? Also, Manacuma, managing papa, managing a mood, a junior, a one tears here. Many will move, many conscience in your good. As of normal conscience, yeah, bad. No, I'm not doing all kinds of creams and liquids and things. Emergency, emergency. Back to send that one here. Not in the conscience, and then your papa. And yes, you didn't even do a chap woman on your own. Who will do two or five hundred, five hundred year? If it's a new emergency, but emergency, emergency. Who was over a year quick on your thousand? Thank you for a salary, you know, all kinds of numbers, no more chance of a guy who comes to church here. He went to a pastor. And then, Osa Alaya, I think it was 2,000. 
this guy, have your own number. But we text him any time. But we was up many times. Hey, and I saw him in very who without. And it was a surprise to him. One time I was there, he came. He came to bless me and he gave me his passport and said, "Papa, pray for me. I want to go to UK. I believe in your oil." And I was going to go to jail. Many times I told him, "Me no case. Oh, UK is here." Hallelujah, Jimmy Hallelujah. Yeah, he is the guy. A brave your friend, Mister. Oma unu pati kongura. Ewo fiebi omusiya. Bidu ya chile kubomba yohonum. That guy. Amen. So there are pastors without conscience. Their conscience is bad, evil, calculated, arranged. If there's a word like that, you should be happy. You are sitting at Eglory Ministries. You should be happy. However. Pray for your pastor. Pray. Father, Lord, I soak him in the blood. Give him good conscience. Give him good conscience. Give him good conscience. Give him good conscience. All of you read this scripture loud and clear. One to go. You want to live an honorable life. A pastor without a girlfriend. It's an honorable life. Don't you think so? Yes. You want to live honorably. But your prayer can make it happen. Yeah. Do I give you another prayer topic? You look like you're enjoying the service. Are you, clap are you clapping your hands? Amen. Okay, so let's do Romans chapter 15, verse 30. Romans 15, 30. And let's get those points from there. Romans 15, 30. Thirty. Romans chapter 15, verse 30. Now I beg you, brethren, through the Lord Jesus Christ and through the love of the Spirit that you strive together with me in prayers to God for me. He said, this is Paul who is talking, Apostle Paul. I beg you to pray for us and pray for me. See, look at this verse. Because of what? That I may be delivered from those in Kaswa who do not believe what we are doing here. There are people who don't believe that I hear is called they are unbelievers. 
Because they, they are not believers like you. Amen. That I may be delivered from those in Judea who do not believe, and that my service for Jerusalem may be accepted, acceptable to the saints. So the first one we are looking at is a prayer for the pastor's deliverance. I may be delivered from. Pray for the pastor's what? Most of you are sitting here and you didn't pray for your pastor. You are here. You want to be prayed for. Pastor Edru Mesoi. Edru Amen. That I may be delivered from those in Judea who do not believe and that my service for Jerusalem may be acceptable to the saints. Now, the next prayer topic is that you have to pray that the pastor's preaching will be accepted by people. Okay? Let me give you another prayer topic. Do you want another prayer topic? Second Corinthians chapter 1 verse 11. We're taking that point from that scripture. Second Corinthians chapter 1 verse 11. Second Corinthians 1 11. Who is there? Is somebody there? They will not put the scripture there for us. Eh? Have they put it there? Hallelujah. Who can read it for us? Who has opened it? Second Corinthians chapter 1 verse 11. Who can read it? Can, is it there? Okay. You also helping together in prayer for us that thanks be, be given by many persons on our behalf for the gift granted to us through many. Okay, so pray for people to be kind to the pastor. Expectations are high. People are expecting you to do all manner of things. Facebook Live, you can share the page and let somebody be blessed um, wherever you are. Please share the page and share the link. I hope the sound is effective. Everything is okay on there. Make sure you are sharing the page there. Amen. People will be kind to the pastor. Yeah. I used to have a friend. Then he caught here back up. Then Pablo and me, no. Slippers back. When about the issue? Now, oh, Kenya, me juma no. Oh, Kenya, me juma. Oh, oh, come crazy, come crazy, come preachy, preachy. Sometimes I'm a banana. If you feel you feel smell around him, but he's he's a lover of God. So one time I I called him home. I want to do shopping for him. Bought all kinds of things for him with deodorant to everything for this guy. And I noticed that Charlie, I feel in Croatia no debi aka home. A movie person no copy about six villages. He said the another six aka home. A movie called or the or the joy. I said what school 
school bag and a school mpaboa ama akwada open them the akwa kwekire obi school what he said and then asama abani omo me ne motia mukaze me easy any time you are kind to a pastor you are pushing the ministry am i talking to somebody at all most of you don't know most of you don't know one am so for no sa because Ghana, lawyer what I'm trying to say is that learn to be kind to a pastor, okay? And sometimes the kindness is just your words. Just text, send a text message and I say, go, go to the pastor and say something kind to him. Be nice. Be nice. This morning I got to the compound. The lady was waiting for me here. I said, Papa, I came to bless you. I said, really? I said, yes. I don't know, but... I, I, I want to give you a thousand. I want to miss you. This is kindness. Kneel down. Let me pray for you. I declare, before I, come, I came here to come and preach or to pray for you, somebody has come to receive the pray, first prayer. Be kind. Be kind. And be nice. Amen. Put this in the NLT or Message Bible. Let me give you another prayer topic. Are you in church? And you, and you are helping us by praying for us. Somebody said to me, anytime you, you see a pastor and you pray for him, you are helping him. Do you understand? Yeah. You are helping the pastor. Helping the pastor. How many of you wants to help me in this church? You want to help me? Look at me. I'm more, I'm more handsome. Do you want to help me? I'm asking you a question. Do you want to help me? Pray for me. Pray for me. Okay, so then many people will give thanks because God has graciously answered so many prayers for our saved. Okay, so let's look at another point I want to share with you. Anytime God gives you a prophet or a pastor, I'm teaching you what you're supposed to do for him. Okay? The next thing you're supposed to do, disconnect from people who don't obey your pastor or speak well of the pastor. Second Thessalonians chapter 3 from verse 13 to 15. I wish I can get this scripture as fast as possible. Second Thessalonians chapter 3 from verse 13 to 15. Is it on the screen? The Bible says that, but as for you, brethren, do not grow weary in well-doing. Don't be tired doing well. Look at the next verse. And if anyone does not obey our word in this epistle, note that person and do not keep company with him that he might be ashamed. 
Who's will make you cut off on one seven basa basa? Ah? Okay, cut off on one seven basa basa. Bible say, mark that person and stay away from that person. I didn't write the Bible. Didn't see it. Put this in the put this in the message Bible or NLT so we can have a clearer picture. Are you in church? If anyone refuses to obey uh, our clear command rating in this letter, don't let him get by with it. Okay, so let me put it this way. A pastor who preaches to you all the time and teaching you the way of God and somebody stands in front of you, the person is talking nonsense about the pastor. Don't say, hmm, hmm. Bible says, don't let the person get by. Don't let the person get by means, yeah. I like this one. Amen. Yeah. Don't let the don't let him get by with it. Point out such a person and refuse to. Which word is this? Subsidize, eh? His free loading. Hey, another Maybe, maybe then he would think twice. So, there are people who are talking nonsense about the church who are not thinking twice. They are not thinking twice. Hello? Yeah. Anybody who talks nonsense about a genuine pastor, you are not thinking twice. So, thinking twice is in the Bible. Rotun Jakadan said, thinking twice. Bible, Praise the Lord. Yeah. Put this in the NLT. NLT. Take note of those who refuse to obey what we say. In, 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 in this letter. Stay away from them so they will be ashamed. There are some people when they call me, I don't pick the call anymore. If you text me, I'll, the funny thing is that I'll open the text and read it. For you to know, I will not reply you. Do you know why? You don't cast your pearls in the midst of pigs. Are you aware that when you come to church and I speak to you and I talk to you, they are treasures. The words I'm saying to you is like gold. When you keep them, you become valuable. When you hold on to them, you become valuable and important in society. But if I talk to you, talk to you, talk to you, you know the listen, you know the, you know the respect, you know the respect. What is my point in casting my pearls in front of you? Amen. Take note of those who refuse to re obey. Obey us and respect us. Take note of them and stay away from them, okay? For instance, Oko evangelism now, preaching, I mean, I said, Obi, as sorry, so challenge preaching now, preaching now. Thank God for no, and we still time cry because one here the whole day on 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 one year that is all be such that, and on one year that is all be tear preaching, but be other as a son of Brabo. Walk away from them. They are wasting your time. There are people who want to hear the word of God from you. Go to them, rather. Hallelujah.
Lord is mighty. Let's look at um, Galatians chapter 6, verse 6. Galatians 6, 6. Today we are closing at 10.30. Firm. By 10.30, sharp, we close the church. And from today, every Sunday, 10.30, 10.30, 10.30. Somebody is looking at their time. <laughs> Let him who is taught the word share in all good things with him who teaches. Another version of the Bible. NLT or please all of you really want to go. Now, the next thing you should do for a pastor when God gives you one is to share good things with them, okay? Okay? Learn to share good things with your pastors. Yeah. If it is good and it is good for you, it's also good for your pastor. One of the guys I will never forget in this life is the guy who sews my, my dresses. In the house, I went... I slept on a student mattress there and the Lord gave me a vision concerning his family. I want to believe he was not here. I want to believe because he sows for me, God brought me that vision concerning his family. I saw a mad, somebody mad in his family. The person was running mad and they were running after the person. So I, when I came out of the vision, I called him and I said, Danny, why are you? There's something I'm seeing in the vision right now. I saw somebody running mad in your family. The person is like a, a musician who sings. And I'm saying, in the vision, it's like I saw the person was called Adam. And I said, Adam, the Adam, no, no, no. Antonio, when you sing that. And I'm saying, in the vision too, I saw that the Omudi Mikai Kochinifano. No, I'm afraid if I'm a miracle. And also, oh, 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 as long as he's mad, they're going to have a, a, a hit song. And Daniel, a friend, the cousin, no, a wukumasi. When you have a beer, but a buzzi, a friend of Buzan wants a mossy. Or many a record label beer after the group as a record label. I feel no person joining or cocoa joining. Let me see. Oh, this guy's kind to me, and he, but because this is coming from him, sometimes the shoe I wear comes from him. This came with a perfume. Together with Atadi, the perfume account of Papa Bridget. He's kind to me. 
He gives me, he supplies, he, he supports me because I teach him the ways of God. I bring God to him. I bring guidance to his life. I'm bringing spiritual blessings into his life. Hallelujah. And who are taught the word of God should provide for their teachers. If you are sitting here, you've never given anything to your pastor before. A few days ago, I had a call from my kids, their school, and they said they are doing opening day, which means that I have to come and sit and open their books together with the teachers. We go through their books, and I think it's a good idea. I was so busy, but I sat in the car and I drove there. Children are plenty, so I went to all their classes, opening their books, and I noticed the kids were happy, opening their books, going through what they are studying. I want to go through the books. Teacher, back what? Shame in this house. Patch your own eyes off on them. And I'm saying, Patch your eye. When I finished and I stepped out, three classes, I took money. And I said, Give the money to the three teachers. Two million, two million, two million, six hundred Ghana cities. It's because the people who teach you, you must provide for them. Continue to your school fees, you know. You must provide. It I am so so much more be a dow. When you pay your child, coin be a no. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know if you get a point I'm making. Yeah, 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 no sir. When you pay your child, coin be a yeah, no sir. Bible says those who are taught the word of God should provide. All of you after me. You should provide for your pastor. I went to a church and they were the deacons were thinking about what they should give to the pastor. On his, on his birthday. It's a big church. And they came to me and they were asking me what, my spot, what I think they should do. Numbers of motor, Nizan, Kabi. And I'm saying, I'm going to Toyota. Africa is Toyota. And buy an SUV that is good for them. I'm going to go to Toyota. I'm going to it is dangerous for you that your pastor don't like you. It is dangerous. Amen. Put it in a different version so we can read it and then I'll give you the next scripture we pay attention to. it. Are you receiving any blessing? Ah, Friday was powerful. Friday was serious. First... I'm going to read this long passage. Chapter 6, chapter 9 from verse, from verse 1 to 11. We're going to read it. I'm going to do this for the rest of the month to 31st December. Every Sunday, 10 Melody, I'm going to read this. I'm going to read this. I'm going to read this. I am not an apostle. Am I not an apostle? I beg your pardon. Am I not an apostle? It says that, am I not free? Have I not seen Jesus? Christ our Lord. Now this is Paul talking. People were challenging his apostleship. See, are you a pastor? You Are you a pastor? And Paul said, ah. 
Am I not an apostle? Please, I want to ask all of you a question. Am I not a pastor at Eagle Village Christian? Am I not a pastor? Yeah. And then he said, have I not seen Jesus? If Jesus, our Christ, our Lord, if I don't know Jesus, I can't preach him to you. Are you not my work in the Lord? He says that you, the members of the church, you are my work in the Lord. You are my fruits. You are my work. You are, you sitting here are the fact that it is like through me your faith has gone up. Through me, you love God more. Through me, it's like you are my works. When we go to heaven and I stand before God, all of you that came to e-glory, all of you will be there as my works. And God will reward me. That's why bring somebody to church. The person will be your work or your fruit. Bring people to church. Are you listening to me? Yeah. Okay, so let's move on. I have a lot to say. Verse 2. If I am not an apostle to others, yet doubtless I am to you. But you, dear, I'm a pastor to you. The reason why sometimes we mention some names is because the, in the Bible it is done. You can't tell, Judas Iscariot can't come and tell us that he wants his name taken from the Bible. Yet he ashamed of that. If I'm not a post, a apostle or a pastor to some, to some people, you, I am. How many of you love me and you love the fact that I'm a teacher in your life and I teach you the word of God? Are you sure? Yeah. Look at somebody. Tell the person he is a pastor to me. Okay. So yet, doubtless, I'm, 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 I am to you. For you are the seal of my apostleship in the Lord. You are the seal of my pastoral ministry. All of you sitting here are a seal. You are a proof that I'm a pastor. That's what he's trying to say. Look at next verse. My defense to those who examine me is this. There are people who examine me. They are calculating and are thinking in their heads. Softly, what you're saying, softly, what you're saying. And this is my defense. This is what Paul said, actually. Look at next verse. The Bible said, Do we have no right to eat and drink? Do I have no right to drive a V8? Yay. Please, can I drive my V8 in peace? I was off for a wreck and I was off on the team. Can't go on the toy. Now, I'll be doing one idea. Mitchy. I'm going to examine me, I'm going to calculate it, I'm going to arrange it. I'm going to say, I'm going to say, I'm going to say, Do we have no right to eat and drink? Do we have no right? Somebody saw a pastor sitting at the business class. And the person went and was telling everybody. So for our full business class. For economy and heading. For the 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 economy and heading. 
Do we have no right to eat and drink? Look at this verse, please. The Bible said in verse, do we have no right to take along a believing wife? Which is where software. But the, the pastor's wife should be a believer, a believing wife. Yeah. A believing wife. A, all of us have to mean the pastor's wife should be a believing wife. There's something I want to say about marriage, and I'll, I'll talk about it someday. Now, God hates divorce, He doesn't like it at all. But in the Bible, there are grounds for divorce. The ground for divorce in the Bible. The reason why God actually said in Malachi that he hates divorce is because of the way, the injustice of the, the way that men were treating the women. Moses said, the Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So the men were taking advantage of what Moses said in the Old Testament to, div- to be divorcing the women. And the prophet Malachi came and said, that's here's the Lord. The Lord says he hates what you're doing. The divorce is the thing you're doing. Stop it. That's why that statement came. But in the New Testament, the grounds for divorce is when your partner commits adultery. Commits adultery. Or even that if you love your partner, you can forgive them. But women, listen to me. If you marry a man and you cheat on him, he may forgive you, but the man may change forever. So that's just about it. So do we have no right to take along a believing wife as do also the other apostles? Brothers of the Lord, the Lord's and Savers, look at the next verse, please. Or is it only Barnabas and I who do not have right to refrain from working? Look at the next verse. Whoever goes to war at his own expense, who plants a vineyard and does not eat of the fruits of its fruit, and who tends a flock and does not drink of the milk of the flock, look at the next verse. Do I say these things as a mere man? Or does not the law say the same also? Look at the next verse. For it is written in the law of Moses, you shall not muzzle the ox while it treads out the green. There is an animal called the ox. Bible say, Abuana Oya said, You man, a man, she prophesied, and then there's a woman in the deep. 
So if a pastor is preaching, teaching, no chop, I go chop. I go chop. You will not clap. Don't worry. I, 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 I will still chop. Obi to make say, hey, so we are fresh at the it is is it ox, oxen God is concerned about look at next verse or does he say it although for our six for our six no doubt this is written that he who plows should plow in hope and he who tre- I mean treasures in hope should be partaker of his hope look at next verse if we have sown spiritual things to you this is the point I want to come to. Say a dear woman shira edia mamma. And from Swoben, the woman's house also over to iPhone 15 Pro Max. Because here on a panadia beches of one country, Anna, a Jauzuba Anna say, and from Swobien, Wanka, Amen. Frustrated. Then over some a bomb pie amount. Vijina was so, Michelle come. I'm leading you, guiding you. We are frustrated. Also, I know to me, we are confused. You come to me. Oh, of our own God. I don't know. Over to Amame. Fantastic. Amen. So that's just about it. Father, thank you for today. Thank you for your word. In Jesus' name, amen.